Peace Misfits. This week I'd like for you to meditate on what your personal happiness looks like. As we make our way through this pandemic, it provides us with much needed time to do some internal work. While I know internal work isn't something many like to venture into, I implore you to at least ask yourself this question. What does my happiness look like? Minus the opinions of others. Minus what social media tells me it should be. What do I believe my happiness looks like? Feels like. Take a moment to think this over. And while you think, vibe out to the sounds of Sleepy Fish and the song Watercolor. During this pandemic, my happiness is laughter. My happiness is being able to talk to my mom and dad on Marco Polo or on WhatsApp, being able to keep in contact with them, though I can't be in their presence physically. Happiness looks like being able to work from home (laughs) uh, on the days that I can, but happiness also looks like going out into the community and providing food and supplies to those who need it, uh, being able to show up for them. That is what happiness looks like to me. And this podcast is what happiness looks like to me. Being able to provide all of you with what is hopefully a safe space to be able to just relax, to sing along, to dance, or to just listen and prayerfully learn something. These are all things that personally make me happy. So I ask again, what makes you happy, Misfit?
as you continue to think about that, we're going to go ahead and get the show started. So, let's get healed. Welcome to The Healing Space, a black and queer mental health podcast geared toward proving there's more than one way to heal. I am your host, Sensei Raven Ekundayo. What's good, misfits? Uh, We are about to exit the month of April, and we are still riding the wave, which is COVID. Uh, I hope all of you are doing well. I hope that your families are doing well. I'm sending love and light to each and every one of you. Please stay strong. Uh, I know that in a lot of states, uh, you all are still under quarantine and uh, sheltering in place. Uh, I'm going to get into a little later (laughs) what's going on with those of us who are here in Georgia. But yeah, uh, I've had uh, several friends contact me and tell me that they're going a little stir crazy and after a while you know because i i can only say but so much i still have to go and you know go onto campus uh well only one full day but i also have to go out into the community and do the food food distribution as well so i'm i'm still getting out you feel me so i feel like there's only but so much i can say to those of you who are like in the house in the house Uh, I have some people in my life who are kind of scared to even go out to get food, you know, so that that fear that they're going through, I I can't imagine. So this is why I'm sending love and light out. And I don't know, like I'm kind of at a loss for words when it comes to it, because people are really going through, you know, and. The, the things that I hear from people as far as how they, they just so desperately want to get out of the house and the conversations I've had with those who don't live in Georgia, who are wishing that they lived in Georgia right now, you know, uh, but I feel like I'm getting a little too far ahead of myself and kind of entering into what I'm going to talk about later with Georgia. So yeah, just know that I'm sending love and light to each and every one of you. So this week's episode is entitled Hate is Lazy. And uh, I'll go a little bit more into detail with that later on as well. Now, I wanted to take a moment to thank everyone who not only has taken the time to share with me their love for the current format of THS, but also thank you guys for promoting it. It means so much that you're not only feeling and vibing out to the current format that we have going on, but that you help me to promote it too. Because let's be honest, you don't have to. So it really means a lot that you do. Thank you. You misfits out there are absolutely phenomenal. Now, I need to ask you for a quick favor. <laughs> you you like how I did that? I butted you up by letting you know how much I love you. And then I'm like, hey, by the way, can I borrow some money? Um, <laughs> but no, seriously. Okay, so when listening to the podcast, can you please make sure to click on the notifications button for me? This way you'll be informed of every episode of THS whenever it airs. Now, I know some people who listen to mad podcasts. And by getting our notification, it will help THS to not get lost in all of the other awesome content that you're listening to. Now, many of you know that I host three different podcasts, and this week, all of them have new episodes. So along with this new episode of THS, the latest episode of Keep Firing premieres this week as well, and it's 
absolutely amadamophis. It's a conversation between myself, Daryl, and Quentin, who's returning to be with us as well. And it's all about happiness and what it looks like to all of us. Kind of what I was talking about at the beginning of the show. There we go. See that tie-in? <laughs> so, after asking you guys to think about what happiness means to you, here's an opportunity to go over to keep firing and get even more of a, uh, an in-depth idea of what happiness means to me along with what it means to daryl and what it means to quentin as well and i'm telling you guys this is an unbelievable episode like we go in we seriously go in and we talk about a lot more than just happiness it was an amazing conversation and not only will you be able to find it on uh, different streaming platforms but it's going to be on youtube too so you can actually see us talking and don't worry we're practicing uh physical distancing because we're in three different states so <laughs> you won't have to worry about that also rustling while black not only has one but two new episodes dropping this week one episode will focus on the massive layoffs from the wwe and the potential future of many of their superstars as well as a second episode where rob and i dissect vice's docuseries dark side of the ring so i hope you check out my other two podcasts and let me know what you think keep firing is on all major platforms and youtube as i shared and rustling while black is on soundcloud and spotify now before we get into the check-in i think it's time to listen to some music don't you <laughs> I was struggling to figure out which one of my two favorite Janet Jackson songs that I was going to play for you misfits. But then it dawned on me there's a good possibility that this COVID experiment that I'm doing with the show will continue to go on into May. So I have more than enough time to play my other favorite Janet Jackson song. So <laughs> here is All Night Don't Stop. Jam out and I'll see you on the other side. i 
There is just something about that song. There's something about that song. And that album did not get the love that it deserved. Um, it came out at an absolutely horrible time. Uh, and for what the... I mean, we're not even going to get into it. We're not going to get into the whole Nipplegate thing. But just know that that song was robbed of the greatness that it is. <laughs> and I'm just happy it actually got a video, you know. But uh, no, I actually really enjoyed that album as well. But anyway, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Now we're going to get into the check-in. Uh, and I know that every episode I always tell you guys it's not going to be longer than I gag when it's like an hour and 30, hour and 40 minutes. But seriously, the check-in is going to be pretty short and sweet. Uh, our governor, he made a decision after the man in the White House uh, stated that Maybe the governors should be in charge and should decide when it's time for, you know, their own economies to reopen. And so several states, uh, I believe it was, I don't want to say the wrong places, but I, Georgia, and uh, I want to say Mississippi, but I don't want to be wrong. South Carolina, um, I don't know the third one, but I believe it was Georgia, South Carolina, and another state, all red states. Uh, decided that they were going to reopen so when the governor decided to reopen I was initially nervous because in my mind I'm just thinking to myself all these people are going to go outside and it's only going to make the situation worse you know people are already tired of being in the house but they don't get that if they all go outside again we're talking about the fact that a lot of people don't even know they're asymptomatic you feel me so it's like we're and, and that's just the that's the the beginning point so we're going outside and we're acting like everything is fine and it's not, you know, and you should know if the, the person who's informing you that it's okay to go back outside is also the dude who's telling you that disinfectant can be what can save you, you know, and <laughs> bless his heart. Anyway, so what I was happy to find is that there are a lot of people starting from the mayors on down, uh, mayor bottom stated that she wasn't going to uh, agree with what our governor said. She said that they actually have a, a good a good relationship as far as communication goes, but she had no idea he was going to make that announcement. And she said that um, oh what is the other what is the other city? the the second biggest city in Atlanta. It's I mean excuse me in Georgia. I'm losing it right now. but uh, that mayor stated that they didn't know either. They weren't aware either. Uh, so now, like a lot of people, a lot of business owners in Georgia are coming out against it as well. Like there are a number of uh, restaurateurs in Atlanta and Savannah who are all coming together. And I forgot what the hashtag is, but they're all, you know, kind of rallying against the idea of people going outside and letting people know, you know, that this isn't necessary and their businesses are going to stay closed because they want to st everyone to stay safe including them and their businesses you know and my barber my barber sent out an email to all of us stating that he was going to continue to shelter in place and hope that we would all do the same uh my gym sent out an email stating that they were going to be shelter sheltering in place and their that gym is all over the the country you know so uh my masseuse my masseuse is sheltering in place so I was, it made me feel good that there are so many people who are like, mm, we understand what you're saying, but we don't agree, 
you know, uh, especially seeing how the 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 science doesn't state that we should be going back to normal right now. Uh, the doctors who are getting up there in these different um, press briefings, they're not sharing what it is that the president is saying. So it's it's very peculiar to me. Uh, there are people who are um, protesting, of which they have every right. But I don't know. I don't know. It's it's, and I get it. I absolutely get it. Especially for those who have families they need to take care of. I absolutely get it. What's confusing to me though is that they're getting angry at the government for doing this. And my thing is, if you decide that you're just going to go out here and you're going to take your chances. If you end up getting sick and God forbid you die, what happens to your family then? You know? There are a lot of us, and I mean a lot of us, who have tons of questions when it comes to the government. Let's not confuse that at all. However, in instances like this, it's kind of like the, the facts are telling you what it is you need to know, you know? And I don't know, I'm, I have a lot of people in my life who were laid off or they were furloughed and you know they're having to get unemployment um they don't know where their money's coming from because even when it comes to unemployment right now it's taking a long time for people to get their direct deposits or to get their cards so i personally know people who are really struggling right now and even with that being said they have no desire for everything to open back up again so I don't know. It, it, it's just frustrating uh, because, again, I grew up and have only lived in blue states. So moving down here, I knew things were going to be a little different. But because, you know, uh, the governor in Maryland, he's also a Republican and the complete opposite of the governor that we have down here. <laughs> he's going above and beyond to, you know, get testing for people continuing to tell people to shelter in place going completely against everything that the president is talking about so it's like you know a republican governor in a blue state and then a republican governor in a red state it's it just looks totally different totally different and it's disheartening um it's also disheartening to see the amount of black people in georgia who are also just all in you know like let me go out you know on friday when we were out doing the food distribution we're going past uh, a golf course and you know complete transparency i'm expecting to see a whole lot of white people out there you know enjoying their golfing and not practicing physical distancing i would say it was 85 90 black with just sprinkles of white people i gagged i honestly gagged <laughs> i was like i don't i what like i don't understand what's going on <laughs> like this is this is really weird. This is all very, very weird to me. Uh, so yeah, this is where we are now. So please pray for all of us who are here in Georgia. And I mean, you know, I, I can laugh at the post that people are putting up, you know, talking about if you're in such and such state, please don't come to our state and all that stuff. I get it. I absolutely get it. But while we're joking about that kind of stuff, I ask that you please pray for all of us. Uh, because unfortunately there are a lot of people no matter their uh, <laughs> no matter their socioeconomic status no matter their race you know people are out here and they're saying screw it and all of us could be in danger because of that so 
But I'm not doom and gloom. So I speak that everything is going to be great. We're all going to be awesome. And we're going to make it through this. We're going to make it through this. So let's get into culture of pop. Real quick, real quick. Little fires everywhere. If you have not seen this miniseries on Hulu, you need to go and watch it right now. The series finale, and it kind of hurt oh, every time I say <laughs> series finale. Oh, uh, Now, here's the thing. It's the series finale. I really love the show, but I don't need a second season. There are some who are like, you know, we need a second season. There are unanswered questions. I have friends who absolutely loved the show like me. I have some friends who couldn't stand the show, especially the ending. You know, uh, I loved it. I thought that it was an acting toward the force by the cast, uh, especially the young women who played uh, Carrie Washington and Reese Witherspoon when they were younger. My God. Uh, and I'll leave it there because if you've never seen it, I don't want to give away too much. But just know it's an amazing series. Eight episodes. If you have Hulu, if you need to bother, borrow a friend's account, <laughs> watch it. Watch it. <laughs> Please. <laughs> and that's it for Culture of Pop. See, we're going to do this. We're going to make it through. <laughs> I'm determined to prove that an episode will not go over an hour. We can make this happen. <laughs> so let's get into the next song, which is from the album Channel Orange by Frank Ocean. This is my favorite song on the album, and it is called Lost. Enjoy my Scorpio brethren, and I will see you all on the other side. Double D, big breast on my baby. Triple eight, couldn't wait the love I got for the girl. And I just wanna know why you ain't been going to work. Boss ain't working you like this He can't take care of you like this Now you're lost Lost in the heat of it all Girl, you know you're lost Lost in the thrill of it all Miami, Amsterdam, Tokyo, Spain, love Los Angeles, India, lost on a train, love Got on my buttercream, silk shirt, and it's Versace Hand me my triple weight, so I could wait to work I got on your girl No, I don't really wish, I don't wish the titties was yours no, have I ever, have I ever let you get caught? Uh. Lost, lost in the heat of it all. Girl, you know you lost, lost in the thrill of it all. Miami, Amsterdam. Los Angeles, India, lost on the train, love She's at a stove, can't believe I got her out here cooking dough 
So this week, I wanted to talk about the laziness of hate. For starters, most of us are aware of the toll hate can take on our mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional well-being. Hate takes up space. It moves in with all its luggage, never unpacks, and consumes everything. Hate exhausts you, but hate also protects you. Hence, why you're so hesitant to remove hate from all that is you. But here's the thing. Hate's lazy, misfits. Hate protects you, but hate's bark is far worse than its bite. Because hate will get you into a lot of terrible situations. However, hate will also leave you when the going gets tough. Then you find yourself asking regret and or sadness to come over and Airbnb the space hate vacated until hate comes walking confidently back into your life the next time you're vulnerable to it. And when it comes back, it doesn't apologize for leaving you. It doesn't say it'll operate differently or at the very least stay with you when things get rough. No, it comes back in, sucks the life out of every room within your being and leaves you hollow, protected, but hollow. This is what hate can do. Hate is loud. Hate is obnoxious. Hate fluctuates between thought-provoking intelligence and complete and utter ignorance, according to what point it's attempting to make. However, no matter how it shows up, it will never accept that it's wrong. It would rather leave you again than to admit that. This is who you're inviting into your home. Anger has been calling to check up on you, knowing that its little sibling is all the things that you've been told. Anger once again asks if you wouldn't be better off if it and happiness moved in, sharing that they can both help to take the burden hate has weighing on your shoulders off of you together. Anger shares that it has an understanding with happiness, and they balance one another out. However, hate doesn't understand balance. The idea of being friends with like or love is beyond hate. Hate gets jealous when you even invite them over. And what does hate do? Attempt to take all of your attention, 
and then storms out when it doesn't get its way. Hate doesn't comprehend happiness, so it doesn't even converse with it. And hate has never liked the rational way anger carries itself. So if it's going to listen to anyone, it would be its other older sibling, Rage. Hate feels like Rage is the only one who understands it, but you banned Rage from coming in. So hate often has to leave you in order to see it. So I want to come to you just as anger and happiness have and ask you this. Aren't you ready to ask hate to move out? True. True. I get that you feel like hate protects you, but that's honestly a facade. Anger and happiness balance each other. And while we should get to feel the wide range of emotions that we have within us, hate has brought very little to your life. You are not better because of hate. You are not even in the same same space that you were when hate moved in. You're worse, and getting worse by the day. And the effects of hate's lack of care for you shows in every part of your being. So I get it. This decision is difficult for you. So take your time to think about it. But just know this. You are worth more than the hate within you. And there are coping tools and healing practices you can use to help you work toward evicting hate once and for all. Take some time to think about it. Whatever decision you make, make sure you're making it for your betterment. Because you deserve that. Healing can be powerful. Magical, even. So take a listen to this remake of Coldplay's Magic. Sung by my fave, the one and only Brandy. And I'll see you on the other side for good news. Such a breath. 
And now it is time for good news. So my good news is also short and to the point. <laughs> uh, food distribution. Uh, for those of you who walk with me on Instagram and Facebook, you've seen, you know, um, I don't do a lot of posting about it because my whole thing is we're out here serving. So it shouldn't be about showing us doing it. It should be about the act itself. So um, like every Friday, I'll just take a selfie of me in the van when we're on our way around the city uh just distributing take your time now distributing <laughs> food and supplies to families um and i just i say around the city but it's on it's honestly georgia because we go outside of the uh the perimeter of the city as well uh to deliver and so i'll take a selfie you know just kind of saying that out here still making a difference in everything but it has been a wonderful experience it's been a wonderful experience, uh, especially there was one family. Uh, this brother came to the door. I was leaving and he had a, a bigger family. So we were leaving several bags um, for them. And uh, I rang the doorbell and he came to the door and, you know, he thanked me and he said he had been trying to get in contact with our organization because he wanted to ask us if we could stop bringing the bags you know but from the way he said it i could tell that he wasn't being you know like he wasn't being mean or disrespectful or anything like that um so i kept listening and he was like he thinks that he thinks that he and his family are in a good place you know that he's able to provide what it is they need in this moment because there are other families who need it more 
and that hit me and i thought that that was so sweet you know and he followed it up by saying that he thinks we're doing an amazing job and he thanked us and you know he kept telling me to be safe as i'm walking towards the car he said some jc quote i can't remember what it was but he made me bust out laughing but he was like you know be careful be safe out here what you're doing is really important and i just thought that that was really admirable of him you know uh to say that there's another family that needed that food more than his family did i thought that was really really sweet and to show you it just shows you how some people are showing up for one another during this pandemic uh but yeah that's the good news you know uh out here risking my life <laughs> no but uh walking in my purpose you know walking in my purpose so thank you misfits i hope that you all have enjoyed this episode i kept my word it's under an hour <laughs> if you'd like to walk with me on social media it is scorpiogi across all platforms uh, the website is wertlm.com, W-E-A-R-E-T-L-M. I don't know what's going on with thspodcast.com. I'm going to be completely honest with y'all. I haven't even gone and checked back up on it. It's just too much happening in life right now. So I'm like, one of my websites is up. Actually, scorpiogi.com is up as well. So I'm like, listen, I have a bunch of websites. So I'm good if one of them isn't working right now. I'm totally fine. <laughs> but THS Podcast across all platforms except for Twitter, which is underscore THS podcast. Please don't forget to check out the two new episodes of uh, the two new episodes of Take Your Time Now. Take Your Time. Rustling While Black. I'm sorry, I'm thinking of like eight things I need to say to you all before it ends, and this time I didn't type any of it down. So, <laughs> Rustling While Black, uh, as well as um, Keep Firing which are uh, the topic on there is happiness. So allow yourself to tie in both episodes together. Beautiful. So you definitely need to make sure you're listening to keep firing. So you could tie in the whole happiness thing all the way around. And, Oh, there was something I was supposed to be saying. I think I was like looking in my phone and was looking at it. Uh, there we go. There we go. It goes into the last song. <laughs> it's like, it's going to tie in in some way. <laughs> the last song okay so i'm recording this on the 29th of uh april and tomorrow makes exactly one month since the passing of bill withers so i wanted to end uh, since we're talking about you know happiness and everything uh this song is very very special and I wanted to end it out of, you know, sending love and light to the uh, the legacy of Bill Withers, but also just ending it on a really positive note, you know, because it is going to be a lovely day. And we, we have to think about that with all that we're going through right now. And we're going through a lot. Let's be really, really clear. We are allowed to feel, as I said earlier, the wide range of emotions that we have. But for me, for me, I will always come back to love. I will always come back to love. So I hope that you all continue to, you know, walk in peace, in light, and of course, walk in love. I love you all so much. And until next time, namaste. When I wake up in the morning, love, and the sunlight hurts my eyes. Something without warning love Bears heavy on my mind Then I look at you
And when someone else instead of me 